Aren't you gorgeous? Yeah. Today? I'd say so. Yeah. Thanks. Oh. No, no, no. Oh my God. <laughs> Not you, Salomon. <laughs> the listener. Oh, oh my God. dear listener, you're looking gorgeous today. <laughs> I don't know where, where you're listening to it, but you are really just giving today. Mm. And it's about time that the world gave something back to you. So here's this podcast. <laughs> oh. Uh, um, my name is Lazy Susan. Hello. My name is Zelda Moon. <laughs> and you're sonically enjoying another episode of the riveting series of Death. Death to <laughs> everyone. Oh, sorry. And this is a show where two cross-dresser, dr- cross-dressers. <laughs> Why am I saying it like that? Cut, cut. <laughs> cross-dressers <laughs> decide upon the fate of humanity's various foibles. Yes. In a post- Apocalyptic landscape. We're here to decide the best of the best and preserve it for the future. Mm. Yeah. What's going in the bunker? And, and what's... what's not in the bunker? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Lazy Susan, what's up with you? As all those therapists asked me over the years, what's happening here? <laughs> we never did get to the bottom of why you and your mother had the same therapist. Oh my God. Um, well, we'll talk about that on the therapy episode. Is it in the bunker? Probably not. How are you? How's the week been, Zelda Moon? Um, let's circle back to how we started last week, where I had... Uh, um... Oh no! <laughs> oh, so, I almost cut this out of the previous week's episode. Because you knew. It was over as quickly as it begun. My bisexual romance. Mm. But you know what? It was like the nicest few days. Well, that's how you celebrate Bisexual Awareness Week. I was aware. You were aware and now you're not. (laughs) Now they've erased from my mind yet again. (laughs) We can see them but once a year. (laughs) They come out of the walls. But it was, um, yeah, there was a bisexual meltdown, but it was okay. Do you know what? from what I've heard, listener, about this bisexual, is that it was very tastefully done. Oh, it was... He's such a nice guy. But you know what? You don't need any more nice guys. <laughs> don't need any more friendly gyms coming around. Yeah. Yeah. No. We need... Um, what are we looking for? Um, <laughs> oh, is this what we're doing? Yeah, well, you know, your mother asked me. <laughs> oh, pardon? Find my boy someone to hold she his hand not. in the ward oh. when he's older. Oh, my God. I can't have him die alone. Get someone else to decide if we should pull the plug. I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> exactly. Well, she's not going to be around forever. Mm. She needs you to have an, oh, like a Patrick Stewart type who everyone messaged me to be like, Patrick Stewart isn't gay. And like, yeah. you believe everything the mainstream media tells you, honey? Imagine saying that to you on Bisexual Awareness Week. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they say he has a wife, but you know what? Lies. You um, have already destroyed Hugh Jackson's marriage this year. Isn't that enough? <sighs> I'm worried about Deborah. I hope she gets a big amount of money. I think he'll take care of her. I, th- I hope that they remain friends. Gay men are very compassionate. Well, say that to Joe Jonas. I, I just like calling people gay. And, you know, there was, a, there, there was a moment in my life where, you know, I just call everyone gay. Yeah. Um, that moment has continued forever. But um, where my mum started believing that I had some sort of in, inside knowledge. 
Like, I'd be like, oh, George Clooney, he's gay. And she's like, oh, is he really? Like, I'd seen him at a meeting or something. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, Mom. <laughs> like, maybe. But then I just started answering, like, yeah. If you say things with confidence, people will believe it. Yeah. Gay. Gay. <laughs> Patrick Stewart's gay. Wait for the announcement. Peter's gay, Dad. <laughs> gay! <laughs> Um, okay, yes, but the bisexual had a meltdown and it fell apart. But you know what? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> but it was really nice. Mm. And I had a few other cute dates this week. So, you know what? Do you hear this, people? What? You're like Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> I dress like a crazy person. <laughs> While we're there, while we're on this subject. Oh, okay, yeah. What do you look for in a good rejection letter? Oh, What's, what's clarity? <laughs> You're stinky and I hate you. <laughs> bye bye. No, but like, don't be like, yeah, look, maybe like, uh, maybe if you're free in a few weeks. Oh. And then it's like, hey, so, and then it's like, it's oh, been a I few just... weeks now. Well, probably a few weeks more. Just, <laughs> you just let me. Just be like, no, not it. Bye. <laughs> That's it. Don't. How short can it be? Fake it. Can it be bye and that's it? Yeah. Or just B-I. <laughs> and, and then I, I would reply, question mark? <laughs> um, no, I think just be clear in your communication, you know? You don't have to be hurtful. There's no need to be, you know, too clear. Don't give me a complex. <laughs> yeah. But um, just be kind. I just can't. If you can do anything in this life, Zelda, please be kind. I hate it when people are like, I really would love to be your friend. Oh, I got friends. I don't need you I... to be my friend, <laughs> sir. What do you think? I make lifelong friends with someone I just met for like three meals? Yeah, absolutely no. not. No. I hate on apps like no reply is an answer. <laughs> Fuck off. The block button is right there. Like, just end it? Just end it. And put her out of her misery. <laughs> no, I would, ne- I, ugh, I would never message someone with that in their profile. If you have something <laughs> negative in your profile, like no this or like mm, mm. even like no pick, no chat. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Say oh. something about you in your bio. I would. I mean, like, I loved chatting with people at Pics because you know what happens sometimes? They're really hot. They're really hot. It's a mystery box. It's it, like when you get the mystery box. <gasps> yes. Will I get the eyeshadow palette that I already have or will I get the special one that I didn't buy? Will I get $100,000 or will I get chlamydia again? I don't know. <laughs> but that's the thing about the mystery box. And sometimes it's low-key... Guys that have just come out of the closet. Maybe they're ex-Mormons. Maybe they're oh, married. <gasps> there was... I'm sure I told you this story. The night... There was a night where I had a mystery box arrive. Mm. And he was so hot. He came over at like 2 a.m. Yes. And I met him on the street because he was like <laughs> too nervous to come to the apartment straight away. And then we were like, hey, so what's up? And he was like, yeah, let's go inside. I was like, oh. <laughs> you were like, oh, mystery box. Yeah. Well, you that's the thing. And those people... Don't, you know, play Russian roulette with the mystery box. Who was I talking? Okay, so when I was up, I'm I'm not going to give too many details because I don't want to, you know, one of these people might be a listener. But I was at this like pub with a bunch of fags that I just met Mm. and they were talking about, it was when I was in Darwin. Okay. So. um, Oh, what's the club in Darwin? No, it wasn't at Throb, which is a whole different thing. But (laughs) Throb. Throb. (laughs) Um, throb like a throbbing cock. it's fucking great what like a word i want a like gay club to have the name that like really alienates like 
a brunch crowd. I want them to be like, I'm not going to throb. Or, or like unload. Pulsating cock. Yeah. yeah. Not going there for my morning brunch. Oh, whole slap. Yeah. You're not taking your hens party to whole slap. <laughs> not for the first <laughs> wedding at least. <laughs> so anyway, I was there. And so it's like, you know, when you're trying to get the temperature on a new social situation, you're trying to figure out like what everyone's level is. You're describing my nightmare. Go on. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to remember everyone's name. (laughs) But like, you're trying to get a sense of, yeah, what's far, what's like, you know, too far. And people are like volunteering different kind of elements of themselves to kind of Hmm. check as a group what the median level of, you know, grossness, class, taste, what the vibe is. And I'll take it as low as it needs to go, but I can like, you know, use a salad fork if I need to. Yeah. Okay. So this... (laughs) Guy volunteers this story about how on Grinder there's a guy that you can only meet up in the park um, and he'll blow you, but he has to wear a sheet of him at all times. <laughs> and he's a spooky ghost. Which I just love. Oh my God. And oh my like, God. Because there's a lot Where of. he brings a sheet to the park? Yes. <laughs> and, but like he gets there before you and he's like, you spot the ghost from the distance. <laughs> And I'm like, are there holes? And he's like, no holes in the sheet. He like lifts it up and just like places it around your waist and then blows you through the sheet. Wow. Um, and then so there's a lot of Marines and like army men up in Darwin because there's like a lot of army presence up there. So he says that he's this Marine mm. and sends you pics of his more bullets. body, yeah. which is like super jagged. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy's telling the story. And I'm like, that's amazing. And did you do it? And he's like, of course I did it. Like, I've done it a few times. I'm like, that's very fun. Yeah. And I'm like, but do you think it's the guy that he sent the pictures of? And he's oh. like, absolutely not. Like, yeah. I think it's just some random guy that, you know, likes his sheet. Yeah. <gasps> but anyway, mystery box again, mm. but also funny camp experience. Do you think it's like a king size sheet to minimize I think the so, yeah. chance of blow up? <laughs> the Marilyn Monroe. Uh, yes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so then there was another gay at the table. Does he eat ass under the sheet? I don't think so. I don't think that's the service he offers. Okay, just dick sucking. Yeah, Yeah. just the front of the sheet. Um, Yeah, go on. (laughs) I can think of nothing worse than like just having that done to me. Boring. Yeah, there's nothing worse in this life than just a blowjob. I hate. Oh, I'm not. A big fan. Anyway. Anyway. <sighs> that's why you're not going to the, the sheet park. Anyway, that's the... I would, just so I could rip it off. <laughs> and then I would throw it around myself. And like, I'm... Maybe that's how it, like, transcends through the years. It's a curse. The yes. sheet. And then you can't take it off until you can capture someone else. <laughs> yeah, the sheet Well, curse. that would be a curse. That would be a true curse, because I just had to suck dick forever. Mm. Boring. <laughs> What do you mean boring? I prefer sucking than getting sucked. I prefer sucking, <laughs> eating, and sucking. <laughs> oh, uh, oh god. Um, but anyway, anyway, anyway. So okay. just the the kind of other half of this story is that there was another gay at the table who chimed in and was like, "Oh my god!" And this was before it was revealed that the other guy at the table had gone to sheet ghost. Yeah. Um, to sucking ghost. Yeah. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that guy too. Oh, my God, that's so gross. I'm like, not a chance in, like, hell that I'm going to that park. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, but this guy's volunteered the story at the table. 
I celebrate this man for, for not only doing this thing, but also bringing it to a social setting where he didn't know what everyone else's vibe was going to be yes. on Gobble Ghost. Yeah. And he <laughs> went for it. And so I was like, you're volunteering a part of your soul. And I applaud you for being a dank bitch. And yes. this other Pris gay, who would definitely be no pick, no chat, yeah. was like, I, no, I would never. And I'm like, yeah, that's because you're sitting at home watching like fucking Top Gear. Oh. And like, you've got your LED lights set up just the way you like them at the right color shift, you know, Oof, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I just like, you are boring. Yes. Of course these things don't happen to you. You see fun stories waiting to happen. Mm. And then you just say, no, I'm oh. going to sit at home. Yeah. I find blowjobs boring, but I find that guy more boring. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know what? Mm. Last week we entered two ghosts into the bunker. Yeah. And I fear they might be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Is there room in this bunker for one gobble ghost? For the sucking sprite? <laughs> <laughs> um, the phantom of the fap? <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know what? It's going to have to expand the offering to eating ass. Oh. Which I think that's... Analingus. Know. Yes. Um, um, okay. Do you think eating ass is like that celebratory? Yeah. I think eating ass is Give like... Give a full oral service. Um, also licking of the pits, you know? Well, that's too high. The sheet could easily blow up at that point. True. Uh, true. Mm. That's danger zone. Bed threads. <laughs> Bedheads, okay. <gasps> Bedheads. Um, okay, okay. Yes, I think we can get in contact with him. But you yeah, know what? The Gobble Ghost. I think the Gobble Ghost probably doesn't... Like, I think he's happy to die upon this earthly plane. There's a corner in the bunker for a Gobble Ghost. Come but also, on. he's in the military. He'll be fighting the apocalypse. Mm. Gobble Ghost on the battlefield. When are they gotta adding Gobble Ghost? got to keep the morale up for the troops, you know? To Smash Brothers. mm. well i mean okay so here's the other part i was like okay gobble ghost when you saw saw him did he have a plain white sheet yes or was it patterned yeah patterned (gasps) oh it was like a sheet that you're like nonna pulls down from the top of the cupboard when you're like staying the night on the air mattress oh my god that's amazing (laughs) because obviously there's a about having a you know, plain white sheet. Yeah, in the, in the dark of night. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean like Clanny? Yes. Oh my god! Can we tell that story? Wait, which story? When we were going to the NGV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we were going to the NGV gala when we got back to Melbourne. Not the NGV gala. There was an opening. It was the. What was it? Oh, it was for. Uh, it was the gay exhibition. Yeah. It was just gay. It was gay. They just were like, let's see what we can do with our existing collection. Yeah, of gays. Anyway, so we were like going, we'd been in Adelaide and we were like, oh, maybe we can get our dear friend to make us something. And we were like, we can't do anything that requires makeup or wig or anything like that. Yeah, we were interstate and it was the day we got back. Yes. It was like that night. So we needed something that we could literally just put on and we were like, well, wouldn't it be cool if we came as like ghosts, like the archetype of ghosts. Yes. But like gay ghosts. Yes. So it's like we came in the Beastie Girls colours, but we'd be like fabulous ghosts. Yes. But like a Bugarella. cartoon stamp picture of a ghost. Yes. But then with like adornments, like a purse and like a crown and da-da-da. Yeah, da, da. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like Scooby-Doo kind of ghosts. Yes. Like and we were like, ghosts. that's fabulous because we're like paying tribute to the history of like the gays that have gone before us, the gay elders that are no longer with us, you know. <laughs> 
There's something quite fab about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then we're getting stuff made by dear friend of the pod, Pancetta. Yes. Um, but then the, the thing that we hadn't clicked onto until we saw the image w- like of what was getting made was how quickly ghosts can look like clan member. Correct. And we were about to go to this gay exhibition <laughs> dressed up like <laughs> clansmen. Oh. <laughs> In pink, yellow, and blue. And so we had to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We need to steer the ship away from Clanny. But one moment though, because part of a big part of this is that like in the inspiration board and everything, of course, I was like, well, the, the Nazgul from Lord of the Rings, the, the, um, yes, yeah, the Nazgul, yeah. isn't it? What do they ride? They're the ring wraiths. Yeah. The ring wraiths. Do they, they ride, ride horses? The- no, with the, the dragons that they ride. What are they called? Oh, my God, I can't believe Do you think a there. single person listening cares? Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> the ring wraiths, when they're in like, when they're on the top of that mountain, when they stab Frodo and blah, 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 and they're in like ghostly form mm. and they have like, like all of the rags and stuff, but then they have these fabulous crowns. Mm. So they have these huge crowns that are like tall and towering. So you're like, that's fabulous. Let's have this ghost shape with a big pointed hat on the top. (laughs) Inspired by Lord of the Rings, not by something else. But I think um, thankfully it all kind of, turned at the exact right moment and Panchi did such a fabulous job with those rags. Yes. Well, we then like, we, we, we added sunglasses and lipstick and like purses and everything we could. To, yeah. It to was make it. absolutely very different silhouette in the end, yes. but in those initial stages, it but was... then because we were like wearing stockings over our head as well, because we were not going to be wearing makeup. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, well let's add lipstick, like marks, like lips, like big juicy Mm. sassy lips over these masks which kind of was like a bit unnerving but like cool and Mm. interesting looking and i put on big red lips but then of course once i got there there was free drinks everywhere and i was like well i'm not giving up this opportunity to like i'm so uncomfortable right now yeah so i was like sipping drinks through my like skivvy head and the red lips started to bleed out until it looked like i had been like beaten beneath the bandages and suddenly this like loving tribute to the gay elders past and the like fabulous history of gay was like, and she's been beaten. Yeah. Beaten and wrapped in a rag and thrown into a river. It was, (laughs) but then she's got a fabulous little handbag that matches and bracelets on. Oh, it was, you know, uh, yeah. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's going to be okay. How was your week? It was fab. I'm working my wardrobe. <laughs> I was like, Finally. I've got to do my laundry. But then I was like, well, I don't have nowhere to put it. So I need to finish off this wardrobe that I got from Ikea that I wanted to repaint into a colorway that I could stand to have in my room. Mm. And so I was like, well, then I need to like sand and prime the doors on that and then paint it and then lacquer it and then put it all together, and then I can do my laundry. Mm-hmm. So I'm midway through that process of doing my laundry right now. There is, um, you have a um, a magnetism to American terms what? sometimes, like we- laundry. You mean washing. Oh, what do you, people say laundry in Australia. Yeah. 
Americans that have moved to Australia. <laughs> Wait, Matt, what is it? I would say dirty washing. Dirty yeah. washing. Yeah, washing. What about that bar in the middle of Fitzroy called Laundry? Well, we have laundry for, for a laundromat. Mm. Yeah, it's still it's not a washing. I can't shop. be attacked here in my own home. <laughs> It's not a bad thing. That's not like it was bad. No, it's not. I just said, the there you go again. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that was me, you know, trying to complete a mundane task. Oh. Um, yeah. I love procrastination. No, no, this is very, you know, this is important. No, no, I heard the story. <laughs> and I booked all my accommodation for Mexico. Oh, yes. And um, me and Benign will be seeing each other while we're in Mexico, which is so fabulous. So good for you both. Uh, yes, it'd be so nice. To be, it's, uh, we were saying in our private chat away from you <laughs> um, how exciting it is. And it's kind of like the Lizzie McGuire movie where it's like Gordo and Lizzie go to Rome, but then Miranda can't be there because she's mysteriously not there because she wasn't allowed to be in the films. And that's you. Who's Gordo? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And Zelda Moon. Yes. What is the apocalypse this week? Okay. This week I'm going to um, anoint an assassin. What? From, I don't know where, some country. <laughs> I'm going to grant them flight and immortality. And they're going to assassinate every person on earth. One by one? Yeah. This seems long. No, they're also really fast. What do you mean? Super speed. See, sometimes I'm worried that we're going to burn through all the classic apocalypses <laughs> too soon, but there's never been like a fucking disaster movie where an assassin kills everyone. Yeah, but imagine. <laughs> what about the last person? You know how like um, there's those videos of, of cows, you know, at the abattoir. And the other cows are being killed in front of the cows. And you're like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like killing the cow. That's going to be the last person on earth after this assassin has killed everyone else. Well, see, I wish that it was like a factory abattoir, but instead you're having like an assassin spy versus spying around the world. To everyone. Everyone gets to be in the spy fantasy. That's fun. Okay. Yeah. Also, they wear a really cool outfit, of course. And they kind of parkour around. They don't have a vehicle. So that's it this week. Okay. And what's the assassin's name? <clears throat> um, Come on David David what? <laughs> David what? <laughs> you really are one of our greatest minds <laughs> I think oh Yeah, David watch <laughs> And he has a cool outfit And he'll have a weapon as well Maybe a Yeah, what's he using? Um, I think he's gonna use A rapier <laughs> a what? A rapier. A what? <laughs> Don't. That's what. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What is a? What is it? A rapier. Oh, what is that? It's a. It's a really thin sword that they use in fencing. You can't just say he's got a thin sword. Well, that's not the name of the sword, <laughs> <darling>. <laughs> And he's going to kill everyone with that. Yeah. Oh, because it's like a little through the neck, and it's a really petite little hole. And oh, eh, eh, eh. And he's assassinating everyone. Everyone. Okay, listen, I'm not going to question this any further. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick, short, petite, tiny little <gasps> hole of a break. It's Madeline, it's Madeline. And she may be very small like this break. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. Hello. You know, I've learned a lot today about the effects of methamphetamines on the minds of 35-year-old women. Oh, my God. Go on. I've never done meth. Mm. <laughs> you can't say that as if I have. Look at her. <laughs> Listen to the cadence of your voice. <gasps> Do I? I don't speak like someone who's on meth. <laughs> We've talked about meth too much on this podcast. Well, maybe we need to 9-11 in it and stop talking about it. I think that's a good idea. Okay. We should probably do that for the Nazi party as well. When have we spoken about the Nazi party? When we talked about that Pokemon shit. SSN. <laughs> the SSN. Yes. You know what? I'm changing my child's first name to SSN. I realized I didn't after the Persephone conversation. Yeah. I let that just <laughs> go by. <gasps> Like, I didn't mock you nearly <laughs> enough. Why? I don't think... Okay, listener. Zelda, and this is like with all the love in the world... Oh, no. ...that I say this to you, but you come from a line of bogan names. Yeah, yeah. And the the, the triptych of bogan names <gasps> is bogan name, bogan name, really like fantasy-related, like, name, name. Yeah. So... Yeah, I just, I don't think that you can then add, like, I think you need to go super minimalist Yeah. to avoid the curse of being like, this is Gabriella or like, you know, Persephone. Like, you can't be yelling that out at Knox City. I'm sorry. (laughs) I've never been to Knox City and I've never done meth. Anyway, (laughs) on to our next subject. (laughs) Okay. First up for discussion tonight is robots. <gasps> oh! Now listen, we're going to need a robot inside of the bunker. And it's our job now to decide which robot Zelda Moon might kick things off. Okay, okay, okay. Because you're a bit of a, you like a bit of science fiction. I do like science fiction. A lot. It's my go-to genre. So many robots, so little time. Just pick one. Um, <laughs> not yet. Um, okay, so I'd say most robots are in sci-fi. We don't have a lot of robots in real life. Well, you're not looking hard enough, darling. No, well, we'll get there. Obviously, all the robots in the Alien franchise. Mm. Very cool. Mm. That white blood that looks like cum. <laughs> Help, David, he's absolutely covered in cum. <laughs> and what else? I mean, like the Evangelions. Obviously. You're going to have to explain that to the audience. Okay, so Neon Genesis Evangelion. For those who don't know, Neon Genesis Evangelion, 1995 anime. Mm. Hideaki Anno is the director. Incredible. It's uh, basically about the end of the world and there's these giant robots that have to defend the world against the angels. (laughs) And (laughs) the angels are the bad guys, just like Bayonetta, actually. Mm. Um, And... It's um, like amazing, amazing series and it's been remade a thousand times and it's just, it's like the pinnacle of 90s anime. Mm. All anime, some might say. It's almost like Japanese people were defending against some sort of encroaching force (laughs) of religious colonialism. Yeah. And yeah, the Evangelions are this giant, giant, giant like robots that are operated by exclusively 14 to 15 year old teenagers. (laughs) And they are... Often imbued with a soul 
of the pilot's okay, parents. Okay, that's enough. Oh, that's okay. Enough. Well, you asked. Well, no, I think we now that's... Oh, enough. no, no, no. That's what I was getting at. So, anyway, the end song of, <laughs> of Neon Genesis Evangelion for the credits is Fly Me to the Moon. And that is where Zelda Moon comes from. Moon. From Fly Me to the Moon. From... Zelda Fly. <laughs> yeah. People uh, always think Sailor Moon. And I say, not so... No, I'm a deep cut kind of girl. <laughs> and you take the floppy disk around your neck and you say, it's a bit of a deeper deeper thing than that. And you put it It's actually Neon Genesis. Oh, this- <laughs> anyway, so they're so giant those robots. robots with souls who have 16-year-olds inside of them. Sometimes they go crazy. Fighting angels. Yes. And you say you're not on meth. <laughs> and can everyone see these angels? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that robot does have a soul. Yeah. Um, but they have an, like, they're such a cool design. But there's also, like, I love, like, the plug suits from, like, Bubblegum Crisis, Tokyo 2040. Are they That's, robots? Well, okay, so does a robot have to be sentient? Yeah. Okay, then, no. <laughs> so they're out. But there are the boomers in that, which are the robots in that, which the... Um, the night sabers fight. Anyway, um, I really thought this was going to be a tidy little C three PO, and we're done. Oh no, not C three PO. He's a droid, not a robot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who is your favorite Star Wars droid? I C three PO. I would guess. There's him. Yeah. There's the ball. <laughs> and then what is that one called? The ball. BB eight. BB eight. Yeah. They were making money on that bitch. Um, and then R2-D2, I know that one. Yeah. Um, and then there's not really any other robots, is there? Oh, my God. You know, C-3PO was in this week's episode of Ahsoka. I don't like that. You don't like timelines? The, I know that there's a very frail, skinny British man caught inside of that puppet. Yes, that's true. And that's what gets me through. Mm. It's like thinking about... The day he's shooting in the desert with that frail, skinny <laughs> British gay man. He's so, oh, him at the, like, Disney cons. He's a loose cannon. I love it. He's crazy. This is such a vibe. <laughs> Bring me that every time because, yeah, like, those those frail, skinny men that exist inside of prosthetics. Like, the guy that does all the Hellboy stuff. Yes. Um, Ooh, he's so good, that tall, skinny one. Yeah. And he's, like, the hands guy in Pan's Labyrinth. He and he's all sorts of things. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, behind every yeah. great robot is a frail, skinny, homosexual man. <laughs> I don't know if the guy from... He was about another Patrick Stewart. Everyone's gay. Everyone's gay. Um, um, especially on Bisexual Awareness Week. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't Yeah, know. but I'm not finished. Oh. <laughs> There's that Tyrannosaurus robot pet. But here's my pitch for the bunker. Okay, here we go. So, you know, those YouTube videos of those like crazy companies. I don't know how they can fund it or what. Boston Analytica. And they're in a parking lot always. Mm -hmm. And they kick the robot and it goes, (laughs) ooh. But then it stands up and you can't kick it down. Absolutely. It will run. It will go up terrain, down terrain. It kind of looks like a robot dog without a face. Backwards knees. That, yeah. That robot, that's in the bunker. I like I those I can robots. kick it. And <laughs> we need it. It's like Stable Table Plus. Yeah, well, it, it's it's an interesting thing to start by like, like pointing to some of the most significant and exciting human breakthroughs in technology and, like, the way that they're showing it off is the kick test. Yeah, can't kick it down robot. Yeah, I think that they should do that with everything. Yeah. Every time there's a major human announcement, they're like, 
we're sending the rover to Mars and they kick the rover and then if it doesn't bounce back it's like or like this young athlete is going to the Olympics this year and then they like kick him and then if they don't get back up then they don't get to go wow yeah we've invented a toaster fit for the <laughs> well at the end of the day it makes good toast yeah. um that is so good mm. it's so cool it's like has like such a cool aesthetic. It's like kind of exposed interior. You know mm. what would make it even cooler is that like plastic wrap that is kind of um, see through but colored, like an old clamshell lap. Oh yes, yes. The Game Boy colors. The prison and, design. Yeah, that's cool. Mm, that's very. Bad. Um, love that robot. No, I have to agree. That did cross my mind when thinking oh, about robots. Yeah. I think that 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 is definitely a great. Great addition uh-huh. for kicking purposes alone. Yes. Do you think that Gwyneth Paltrow will kick it? Yes. Or do you think she'll have someone kick it? Oh, both. I think... Um, but you know what? Gwyneth wears sandals. Yes. Punishing your toes. You can't kick a robot It's not the best sandals. to kick. You really need to get the flat foot edge. Mm. Um, but thankfully, there's a lot of surface area on that robot. So, you know. Mm. Except that awful that Black Mirror episode where those... They have the robot chasing that woman. What? Oh, it's awful. Yeah, like all Black Mirror episodes, I presume. Oh, see, this is just... We can't get into this on the pod. I hate Black Mirror. It's so stupid. I think it's its stupid that you defend it. I it's hate so it. so good. It's like, whoa, what, a, whoa, what if we did this? Whoa, oh my God. Yeah, Wow. This is the- that's every episode of Black Mirror. You, I would, I would proffer to you, Zelda Moon, that if you want to critique something, just stating what it's doing in a funny voice is not the way to critique it. Well, if something wants to be taken seriously, it's speculative science fiction. Of course, it's going to take fun concepts and try them out. And you know what the best thing about it? It doesn't overstay. It's no, but welcome. that's the issue. You can't just try it on. Yes. I need it fleshed out. I need deep lore. I need years worth of content based oh. on this well thought out subject matter. Well thought Not out. Like- <laughs> we were just talking about Star Wars. Um, no, I think uh, that's wrong. And I appreciate the tradition of like the Rod Serling, Twilight Zone, Black Mirror is so fun. And Charlie Brooker is such a like evil man. And I love that he exists. Ugh. We need more like him. And British people. Um, so what? What? What robots do you like? Well... Black Mirror isn't a robot. (laughs) No, I was was adding on... Listen, Black Mirror is great. I don't need to defend Black Mirror. You're going to get comments this week about why you don't like Black Mirror. Yeah. I'll be there to just be like, take you through this experience. (laughs) Boo. Um, But it is... I think... I don't know what it is about that show in particular, because mm. I love other things like that. Mm. Like even love Death and Robots. I love Death and Robots. That's fun. And They're all fun. But this is the thing. It's maybe nice. I'm... You need to go back to it. It's so camp. Mm. And also the thing that's great about it is that Charlie Brooker just really <gasps> no, hates people. I, I remember what it is that I don't like about it. <laughs> what really ticked your <clears throat> And it's the, it's the Lady Gaga effect. It is the fan response. Mm. That's what I don't like about Black Mirror. It's the fucking crazy it that impersonation was the fans not the show well that's you know? it and i can't help like, this oh thing. i can't believe oh, oh. imagine mm. imagine if you could rate other people wow <laughs> like fucking shut up that's so stupid go away oh anyway. um i did not like that episode but um oh 
yeah, listen, it's, you good. know, there are bad episodes, there are good episodes, okay. but yeah. it's always a joy to watch. Um, robots. Okay, so I like, you know, I don't like, don't like Roombas. Roombas don't do shit. The vacuuming machine? Yeah, not into that. Mm. But I don't like the robot that has to be the maid in the Jetsons. Oh. I think that's quite cruel. <laughs> they make her wear the outfit too. <laughs> that's like sick. Like she could be, a, she could clean the house, but why did you have to dress her up like a maid? Uh. That's like, ugh. Actually, speaking of skinny British men, yeah, the robot in iRobot. Here we go. Did you remember that film with Will Smith? Yeah, I didn't like him. Independence Day. No, <laughs> I just felt you know like sometimes when you were young and gay, you felt like films were calling you out. Men in Black, and you were just like, "Oh, that's me up on screen." <laughs> and the robot representation matters. The robot in iRobot is really like faggy. Oh. And it's just like... Isn't I, that Robin Williams? <laughs> that's Bicentennial Man, oh you stupid <laughs> bit. These are the ones where they all look like iPhones. And they're like, the laws of robotics mean that we can't do anything. I haven't seen iRobot. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Will Smith is basically following up. He's a detective following up a crime after the inventor of the iRobot has been mysteriously killed. But Will Smith hates robots because his wife and daughter were killed by robots. But they're like, robots wouldn't kill anyone. But then iRobots have, one of them has turned against the man. Is this the one where there's like the zombie dogs in the darkness? No, that's I Am Legend. Okay. (laughs) But no, I didn't, like that was too faggy. And there's a faggy robot. I don't like I Am Legend. That was a bad movie. No. Mm. What about the Iron Giant? No. <gasps> what about the giant- That's a fan club that needs to die. I can't listen to a grown like. man talk to me about how important that film is. No, Even if it is good. It's, yeah. What do you think about cyborgs? What, like Android? Android 18. Android 18. <gasps> Android 18. She's a good robot. From Dragon Ball Z, everyone. Oh, obviously. I'm just telling the people. No one needs that class. She has blue jeans. A, a tight bob. A fuck-ass cut. bob. And Bob, she, saying tight Bob, not Bard. Fuck ass Bob. <laughs> have you not heard this phrase on the internet, Zelda? A fuck ass Bob? <laughs> well, honey, where have you been? You're joking. You haven't heard about fuck ass Bobs? <laughs> Someone get this girl the internet. She needs a sip, okay? <laughs> a fuck ass Bob. She has a side part. She has a huge forehead. She is a robot. <laughs> she is... Well, she's a cyborg. She No, she's a robot. Oh, she's an android, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, she's so good. Yeah, she's oh, good. She you. is so good. And she marries Krillin, that short one. She marries? Yeah, they get together. Oh, and then she dies. Yeah, maybe. She's enveloped. Ran out of battery cell. power. <laughs> no, she's killed. She's enveloped. She's eaten by cell. By cell? Oh, God. Everything moves on from there, darling. Oh, well, I missed yeah. it. Um, um, what about, you know that Vegeta ends up with Bulma? I don't like that they end up. I wasn't watching Dragon Ball Z being like, who's ending up with who? Like, <laughs> I you, just want to know who's shooting the Did you like balls. love Freezer? Which one was Freezer? Freezer. Like the purple head. Yeah, the one who like changes form. Mm. Now you see my true form. No, I didn't really have a distinct flavor on that bench. Freezer was so camp. No. So camp. Cell also. They're all camp, actually. Android. 
<laughs> Android 18 is great. And she had Android 17, the man, also hot. Yeah. And then Android 16, ugh, yeah. not in the bunker. No way. No, I think Android 18 is probably my pick. I'm trying to think if I have any other robots. Not iRobot. Not a Furby, that's for damn sure. No. What about, have you been to a restaurant lately where there's like the waiter who's a robot? We were at that restaurant. Yeah. And then you kicked it. <laughs> it failed the test. <laughs> Ma'am, we're going to have to ask you to leave. Although it does seem cruel to put robots through a test that we couldn't pass. Oh, I've been kicked many times. Yeah, and you fell. <laughs> what if the robot learns to kick back? Oh, well, that's the next thing. Mm. Okay. I okay. think we're putting two things in the bunker. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think Android 18. Yeah. She's got a blonde fuck-ass bob. <laughs> And then we're going to have the Boston Analytica, Boston, is it? Boston Robotics? I'm sorry. It's not, yeah, Boston Robotics. Kickbot. (laughs) The Kickbot 5000. Kickbot 5000. Yeah. Surely that's what they called it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, lock it in. That's cool. Send it out the gate. All right, Fab, we'll be right back. Be right back. Hello everyone, welcome back (laughs) Hello It's now essential for us to decide upon the following subject Yes Which of people's sexiest man alive's Is allowed into the bunker. Yes. Now, the sexiest man alive uh, is voted by People magazine and has been for over 30 years. Yes. It's been going since 1985. And now we must decide, based on all of these men. These 37 men. Well, actually, some of them double. We've got two Johnny Depps in there. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. And I know you were just chomping at the bit to put Johnny Depp into the bunker. No. No? You didn't want Johnny Depp? (laughs) Only if Helena's coming and she's not. You think that they still talk? No. 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 You know, the people that die on the Johnny Depp hill, I'm like, he's not going to like hang out with you. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? He doesn't know that you're defending him. I personally believe like everything about that marriage was deeply fucked and unwell and that he is absolutely an abusive piece of shit. Mm. However, allegedly, however... Like, even if he is not, mm. every other report about this man has made him sound like an absolute div, like an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. So it's like, even if he is not the awful fucking piece of shit that he's been made out during the trial of him and Amber Heard, yeah. he still sounds like just a raging, raging alcoholic who is just not fun to be around anymore. Mm. Like, no. And I also think he's not that hot. Well, you said it. Maybe in um, my own private Idaho. Mm, mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. That's it. No, well, maybe in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> had that kooky red hair. Oh, my God. Kooky, spooky, funny hat. Oh. Oh, do you know what, though? People dressing up like the Mad Hatter. Oh, no. That's, in, that's not in the bunker. There is no reference to Alice in Wonderland or the Wizard of Oz in the bunker. Thank you. Apart from a traditional witch costume. Yeah, well, and I do like, enjoy the concept of like melting. I'm melting. <laughs> That's great. I think if Wizard of Oz wasn't given the like obscene fan treatment that it is, it would be so camp to just go back and watch from time to time. Because mm. obviously Judy Garland is incredible, mm. 
but it is just such a shame and it does fall under the the black mirror treatment of the fandom is the issue have poisoned and there's like a really annoying woman on tiktok whose whole identity actually that every time i go on tiktok there's a new person whose whole identity is being like things you didn't know about wizard of oz and i'm like Ugh. oh you know what i don't need to know i don't That's like that fine. but you know what i do like wicked <laughs> boom uh. And Ariana Grande's in the news playing Glinda. Yeah. Getting with SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Did you not see this? What? Oh, Zelda Moon. <laughs> so there's a man who's working on this, like he's another performer. The voice actor from SpongeBob. No, he played SpongeBob in the Broadway SpongeBob <laughs> the musical. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, there was a Broadway SpongeBob the musical, which <gasps> is actually better than you think it's going to be. Okay. You've seen it? No, I've not seen it, but I, you know, oh. watched a lot of YouTube videos about its development. Uh, <laughs> because anyway, they approached it in a really interesting way that was keeping in the spirit of the show, but without doing like literal interpretations of all the characters. Were they underwater? Yeah, they put the whole audience underwater. No, the stage. <laughs> Just the stage, lazy. They don't all need to be underwater. Um, I feel like the answer is going to be no. <laughs> then that's not what it's like in real life. Yeah. Okay. They didn't put... You know what they could perform it in? What? Our oceanarium. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if he makes it in. But anyway, I digress. He's in the cast of Wicked the movie. <gasps> Playing what? The Tumnus character? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, him and Ariana Grande started Fukin <gasps> on the set. However... <laughs> that seems inappropriate. <laughs> Wicked! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> but here's the hitch with the witch, is that Ariana Grande was already married. She got married <gasps> to some investment broker guy. Huh. Real estate guy? Anyway, some uh. plain Jane from New York City. Hmm. And then SpongeBob was also married to a woman who is having uh, their child. <gasps> Patrick. <laughs> I haven't seen SpongeBob. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go on. Anyway, and the internet went insane that day. Mm. The internet was on fire doing what the internet does, which is telling everyone that Ariana Grande is like, she's got a pattern of hooking up with all these men that are already in relationships. She's a little fucking homewrecker piece of shit. And just tearing down Ariana Grande. And I'm like, do you like, why do you care? Mm. Why do you care? (sighs) Well, let me tell you right now, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like the fervor with which people like anything can happen in culture. Yeah. Except cheating. The like, the like straight people will be like, how could you be with someone in the binds of a monogamous relationship and then dare to cheat when it's like, yeah. we know that like 49% of couples admit to cheating. It just is like the stats are undeniable and people mm. treat it like it is the worst crime that a human being can commit. I'm like, they just fucked like somebody else. Like, yeah. And like, it's terrible. He's just had a kid, but I'm like, listen, I don't know what to tell you. You don't need to like burn them at the stake. Yeah. Um, who cares? Who cares? cares? It doesn't change Ariana's music. No. And it's also like one of those, this is some broad generalizations, but it's one of those straight things Yeah, where it's like, what are you? Wait, so you're in a, did you say it was called a 
open relationship was it? Just like, get a grip. It's so foul. Like, and also, like, I think the thing about it is SpongeBob, the guy that plays SpongeBob, people were like saying. It's well, not I don't know if he really played SpongeBob, if he wasn't underwater. <laughs> this is a character who is constantly underwater. It lives at the bottom of the ocean. You haven't it? even seen it, so you don't know. No, but I know. So you, you should know that sometimes he does come on land. <gasps> He'll dry out. Well, don't worry, they find ways around it. Anyway. But also, how is there fire under there? Let's hold the moon. What are you talking about? I just actually can't look at you right now. <laughs> just like, you're so late. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Because he was not a, what I will say, like, model-looking man. Yeah. He's just like a redheaded guy. <gasps> He's a redhead? With like a little <gasps> slim, like... Like, athletic bod. He sounds hot. Look him up. Wait, what's his name? SpongeBob Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) You keep saying things. But I think because he's just like a bit of a normal looking person, all of America went, well, Ariana will not be stopped. First this guy, next my boyfriend. (laughs) Maybe she's going to steal all the boyfriends like Matt Watch, the assassin who goes around killing everyone with his rape, rape. Rapier. Yeah. Whoa. Um, <laughs> this is a interesting looking individual. <laughs> Are you saying you wouldn't mystery box that boy? If I feel like this is the guy who's under the sheet. <laughs> Girl. I- <laughs> like what? Look at him shirtless. Okay, I'll put that in. But, you know, I think it's just that he's too close to home. And so, like, everyone got freaked out because they were like, she could, she could take anyone next. She's also Ariana Grande. Of course she could. <laughs> she can have <laughs> like, anything what? she wants. Well, I've ended up on someone else shirtless, but that's fine. Um, okay, so anyway. <laughs> so point being, the Fuhrer is just too much. <laughs> People need to chill out. It's not your baby. Let oh my them God. sort it out. Anyway, did we get here from Johnny Depp? Yeah, Johnny Depp's not in the bunker. He's not in the bunker. He's off. So we're down to 36 contestants. <laughs> Okay, How so long have we got? <laughs> well, we can rule out Mel Gibson straight away because we're not having any fucking anti-Semites in the bunker. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We're not having anyone that you don't know who they are. No. Oh, except you did like John F. Kennedy Jr., but he's dead. He's hot. Sean Connery also kind of, didn't he? Yeah, another wife beater. Sean Connery, no. No Tom Cruise. He's a Scientologist. We can't deal with that right now. Although I do love sci-fi. <laughs> Patrick Swayze is another Bones situation. Ben Affleck. (laughs) I love Ben Affleck. (laughs) Wow. Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford. They got Sexiest Couple Alive in 1993. I don't know. Like, I love Richard Gere, but I don't want him and Cindy to have to spend all of eternity together after the divorce. I would think we should just take Cindy. What do you think of Brad Pitt? No. Denzel Washington? No. Um, I mean, he looks incredibly handsome on this cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know who else is on that cover? <laughs> Princess Diana! <laughs> uh, and then we got George Clooney. Yeah, no. I, he's gay, you know. <laughs> he does those Nescafe ads. That seems Harrison weird. Ford. Harrison Ford. When I think of Harrison Ford, I think of the young Indiana Jones who oh, played that. River like Phoenix. Was that River Phoenix? Yeah. <gasps> Back to my own private Idaho. <laughs> He's so hot. That's the only thing I can remember. And I guess a boulder or something. So you didn't like Indiana Jones? Nah, it's, no, it was too straight. 
I was much more of an Indiana Jones girly than I was a Star Wars girly. Obviously. But then obviously on reflection, you're like, oh, this was really racist. Richard um, Gere. Richard Gere makes too many like appearances here. Did you ever hear that? Like, I mean, obviously that was such a big thing on South Park. But the like, thing about Richard Gere and the gerbil. Oh. Like, oh, that's where Lemmy Winks comes from. Is that where that comes from? There was like a big urban myth that Richard Gere had like has been doing sex acts with a gerbil and it got stuck up inside of him and he had to go to hospital. I think it's very funny that Piers Brosnan is in one of these covers. This is kind of like People's Bunker. <laughs> this is People's Bunker. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so but now I'm... Wait, I'm, wait, 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 wait. 007 Goldeneye. Mm. What a movie! That was back when... I love that movie. I don't think there's been better James Bond. I like... I'm, I, I stand for the... Like the Pierce Brosnan era. Oh, they are the ones. Yeah. I I will die another day, actually. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but also, one of uh, like, oh, one of the things, like, you know, those like gay awakenings mm. as a child, one of them is absolutely Xena um, from 007 crushing that man to death with her thighs. Very can. Oh, my God. Important. Not in a, like, that didn't turn me gay because I was afraid of having sex with women because I thought that <laughs> would kill me alive, but because it was so fabulous. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're like, I am that woman with her <laughs> powerful thighs. Yes. Oh, I love her. Yeah. And obviously, like, GoldenEye 007 is, like, the 64 shooter game. Oh, well, that's... And, like, just... It's yeah. The- Oh my gosh, that's so good. So good. Um, okay, so but Pierce is in here. Also, he did that movie with Fran Fine. Frank oh, Fisher. he was not in that film, wasn't he? He was not in Beautician and the Beast like you thought he was. Who was it? But he was in Mamma Mia. Ugh. And when you see me, come can't you hear me? As a... Okay, so two thousand four is my vote. I'm putting in my vote. I want Jude Law. You want Jude Law? I love Jude Law. <gasps> Actually, you know what? Yeah. Jude Law's my favorite robot. <laughs> in AI. Oh. As the prostitute robot. What about sex worker robot? Gattaca. <laughs> He's just in a wheelchair. So he's not a robot in that film. Oh my god. A <laughs> day. I don't remember him being in a wheelchair, but that was the whole plot of the film. I don't. I don't remember. I love Gattaca. Oh my god, what a great film! Did you have to study Gattaca? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Every yeah, that yeah. is the most high school studied film ever. But God, yes. I like it. Didn't it? Didn't dampen it for a second because what a perfect film! I should rewatch it. I it's don't think I've watched it since high school. So chic, and Uma Thurman is amazing, <gasps> and mm. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Oh. And Jude Law. Yeah. And Jude Law, like, had his, like, full smoke show era where he was just the hottest man. Oh, like, yes. And that that is the Jude Law that I like in the bunker. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that is I think com- everyone goes in at their peak. Well, not Carrie Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she is. Maybe that's it. I, how cruel. Um, no, she, her bones have a unique charm. Um, okay, so you're not going to vote for Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman, no. Oh. I, I think he, you know what, he ticked me right off. Because he went to lunch recently with What's-His-Face, the pedophile. Oh. Um, fucking producer of, or director of X-Men. Brian Singer. Brian Singer. Singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Boo. And they're still keeping a relationship alive. Boo, 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 despite boo, the fact boo. that that man is a fucking creep and should be in prison. Mm. Um, that worries me. Yeah. You? Let's talk about it. Ryan Reynolds? No. No. Like, Ryan Reynolds is very hot, but... God, he's just the most obnoxious type of straight man. I, I don't, don't like no, it. No, 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 It's no, just no. also, it's like that... Him having a career <laughs> is bizarre. Yeah. He's like, once again... Network TV famous. Yes. But he's not like the most famous celebrity in the world famous. Uh. He's Megan Markle. He's like him and Megan Markle need to be just TV sitcom famous. Mm. They shouldn't be like we run the fucking world because he's not a movie star. I'm sorry. He's like two guys that go on a pizza shop. That was his level. Let him stay in that lane. But him being like the fucking business mogul of Hollywood. Yeah, it's bizarre. Mm. I think he's fine as Deadpool. Like, I think that's quite fine. But that's because his face is covered. You he know has, that impression like, that you did before about someone explaining Black Mirror? Yeah. That is how I imagine Deadpool. You haven't seen Deadpool? No. Oh, my God. Looking at the camera, being like, isn't that funny how I did that? <laughs> you mean breaking the fourth wall? Yeah. Oh. Did you watch She-Hulk? No. Oh, it's so funny. I will never... Ever watch She Hulk? <laughs> now ask, ask me why. Ask me why. Okay, why? Well, I will not watch She Hulk because they fucking didn't put a oh. woman in green makeup. Instead, they went to agonizing, agonizing lengths to make her entirely out of CG. Yeah. Are you? It's literally the easiest thing to she do with... hulks out her entire body changes. You went to makeup school. You know yeah. that this is possible. No, you can't make up someone from being five foot six to being seven foot eight. They could have had a muscular. body double and then combed her face onto a very muscular woman's body with green paint on. No. Why do I believe more in the transformative power of makeup and practical effects As than you? I... One moment. As I said to you, as She-Hulk was airing, halfway through the season, they do a funny bit where they do the intro to the old Hulk show from the 70s, but instead of being Hulk, it's She-Hulk. And they have a woman painted green, mm. and she looks fucking ridiculous. But that's the bit that they're doing. You're no. telling me it couldn't be achieved? She's hot. She-Hulk, hot. She's banging. They could Not absolutely do makeup banging She-Hulk. <sighs> I just can't believe you. You think that the CG is that good? I didn't say that. Well, then why are we doing it? <laughs> and when they talk about how expensive it was to make her entirely computer generated, I'm like, you can't convince me oh. that that is better than just having Miss Lani. What's her name? Tiziana Buberini. Tiziana Buberini <laughs> in green fucking alphabet makeup. Yeah. Be in the She-Hulk. With a padded fucking outfit to make her look muscular. We have the technology. It's probably the only superhero effect that is you know so what? They, easy to achieve. They could have done some of that Gandalf Frodo um, framing. Absolutely. That's fun. Also, when it's a show and you're not going to have these major big fight sequences or whatever. And you didn't watch Begone. <laughs> I would just like her to be just a regular lady with green makeup on. Thank you. Okay. Well... Buckle up, because Wicked's coming, and that should fill your cup. Okay, Bradley Cooper, no. 
David Beckham, we've already said, no additional Beckhams can come. No more Beckhams. Sorry, David. And this is where, okay, so 2016 is where people start getting a bit, like, odd because, like, I think everyone past this point, oh, no, Idris is really hot. Yes. But, like... But The Rock? No. I just, I don't think The Rock is giving sexiest man alive. I think he's a very fit man. Yes. But I'm not saying, like, and no disrespect to Dwayne and his family, but this is not the smoke show. No, I'm not going to melt when he speaks to me. And then the next year, country star Blake Shelton, who no. ruined Gwen Stefani. <laughs> and he, like, even in the image, he looks like just a whole tub of mayonnaise tipped out in the sun. I'm sorry, but an obsession with Japan is what ruined Gwen Stefani, <laughs> but go on. Well, then you've been ruined for a while. <laughs> He's um, awful. And then Idris Elba. Idris, incredible. Is a babe. And then John Legend, once again, not a person that I would call a smoke show. Mm-hmm. And then Michael B. Jordan can fucking get it. That is, I mean, it's kind of got to be the one. Uh, but then, and then once, <laughs> sorry, just to round up the list, once again, Paul Rudd is a nice looking man, but yes. not someone that I would call the sexiest man alive. Yeah. In 2021, sorry, Paul. But there were sexier men who were alive. <laughs> Maybe after the world has been apocalypted by yes. that one assassin. Yes. But uh, not today. Mr. Watch. Yeah. Um, Chris Evans. I mean, Chris Evans is very, very handsome, but a bit like... A misc. Yeah. It's They're like, all a bit misc. You, yeah. yeah, you're just the handsome prototype. I can't believe Blake Shelton got in there. That's bizarre. That's... Blah, 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 blah. Um. Okay, but I think that this list should have Christopher Maloney. Oh yeah, Christopher He's Maloney. Like objectively he is sexy. He is so sexy. I think the thing about him is that he like seems kind of sweaty. Like that's a good Oh yeah. vibe. Like he would like fuck you at a sex party. We have a thing that we talk about all the time about fake horny and real horny. Yes. And whether someone is like, I mean mostly we're talking about the divas. But, like, talking about whether their pop persona is, like, fake horny. Like, they pretend to be, like, I'm drizzling syrup on myself. But you're, like, they're going home and washing the syrup off and getting into bed and being, like, why is it so hot in here? (laughs) But, like... I just need to cover the light on (laughs) the alarm clock because I can't sleep when there's a bit of a light in the room. So I just need to cover that first. I hope that's okay. And then there's real horny where it's like, oh, like you just fucked and then you came here and then you just fucked again. Yeah. So like, Mm. for example, on that thesis, Beyonce fake horny and then Rihanna real horny. Yes. Okay. And then so it's like Taylor Swift fake horny, Mm -hmm. Miley Cyrus fake horny. But yeah, it's very hard to find real horny. However, Christopher Maloney is real horny. He's real horny. Yeah, and a um, lot of these men, not real horny. Oh, fake, fake horny. horny. Fake horny. I reckon David Beckham is real horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. But I think it's got to be Michael B. Jordana. Yeah, I'm trying to like, because I've not seen his hits. I think I've only seen him in Black Panther. One. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen his like breakthrough, because he was in Creed, wasn't he? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen those. He's been in like real movies, but I haven't seen those. Well, that's it. Um, yeah. But he is a babe. Who cares? I don't need to see any in a movie. I gotta see this photo. But do I want? Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. We can have him if I can have Jude Law robot from AI. <gasps> Sold. Okay, great. Lock it in. <gasps> Two. Amazing. You oh. know what? We need to up the. Yeah, we need some. Yeah. 
And I think the um the other thing that we didn't discuss is how creepy that little fucking boy is in AI. AI. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm thinking of it's the Steven Spielberg one with the boy from um, I See Dead People, Sixth Sense. Yes. And he's like, the they buy a little robot because they like can't have a baby themselves. But then they have a miracle and actually end up having a child. But then they have this creepy robot baby hanging around the house that never ages. Mithrigan. Not Mithrigan. Another robot. Another robot. <gasps> but We've we didn't all... let her in in the Meg, so we're not letting her in now. Did we discuss her on the we Meg didn't. episode? We didn't. That's a huge mistake. Yeah, Mac- not that she would have gotten in. <laughs> not while Mega Malali was ready to swim. But also, was Mithrigan out roboted by that other robot in her own film? Yeah. yeah, that other robot. That other robot is great. I know yeah. it's a suit, but you know. Mm. Mm. <sighs> um, yeah, creepy little boy. <laughs> Pardon? That creepy little boy. In what? In AI. Oh, right. You're still talking about that thing. Um, (laughs) Okay. Great additions. Okay, great. Look at it. Look at it. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Okay. Up. Level three, sitcoms. Sitcoms. <laughs> Situation comedy. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I was going to ask for clarification on what a sitcom is. Situational comedy? Yeah. Situation comedy. Oh. Anyway, sitcoms. <laughs> I think we should only be discussing multi-cam sitcoms. Like, so your classics, like on a soundstage, the I Love Lucy style. One Division. <laughs> there we go. And not the single cam, like a Modern Family or a Parks and Rec or whatever. Like on a soundstage classic sitcom. Yeah. Live studio audience. Live studio audience vibes. Ha ha ha. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. In my mind, <laughs> I'm thinking of The Nanny. The Nanny. And friend. I'm thinking of Seinfeld. Both very important. Entrees, sitcoms, yes, yeah, okay. yeah. That's entrees, entrees into the the discussion. Okay, I think what we should be aiming for is perhaps that like the nanny, we bring the set into the bunker, <gasps> oh. and then we have the cast at their current ages have to like <laughs> <laughs> they have to like act out every night and do theater shows of that sitcom. <gasps> Mm. Does that sound good to you? That does. Okay, so on that, Seinfeld is obviously incredible. Yes. Um, you know what my favorite scene in Seinfeld is? Hmm. The episode where George is wearing the toupee. <laughs> yeah. And towards the end of the episode, it's like kind of unrelated, but Elaine, they're in Jerry's apartment, and she snatches it off his head. And she opens the window and she screams at George and says, I don't like this. And here's what I'm doing with it. And she throws it into the street. Well, Seinfeld is like an A sitcom. And then like uh, the nanny is like the best of the B sitcoms. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, the prime Like, on your, on your tier list. Well, it's not my tier list. It's, like, where they were functioning inside of the broader, So, like, what's on S tier? <laughs> um, I would have to say, obviously, Will and Grace. Cheers. Oh. Mary Tyler Moore. 
Cheers. I love cheers. Oh. <gasps> what about Katie Seagal? Oh, that's a C. C to B. Um, 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 um. Married with children. Oh, yeah. I hate that show. But what about Katie Seagal? She's great. Yeah. She's great. And that's got Christina she Applegate can... in it as well. Oh, sure. I reckon <laughs> there's an episode where we can get Katie in. We'll see what we can do. Did you watch, um, what's the thug show? Sons of Anarchy. Yes. No, I didn't. Really? No. That was such a good show. <laughs> <laughs> you were watching the Sons of Anarchy? Oh, religiously. <laughs> like, and like crying and like, oh my God, I can't wait for the next season. Oh, and then there was the episode where the surgeon got a hand caught in the sliding door in the van. Well, now I don't have to watch it. You've ruined it. <laughs> Well, it's just like the stage show of Spongebob for me. <laughs> Not That's underwater. also been ruined tonight. Not underwater. <laughs> okay, so um, cheers. 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 No. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love cheers. So, basically, growing up, my dad was, like, obsessed with sitcoms, obviously. But, like, cheers was, like, the sitcom. And they would record every single episode of cheers. And so, by the time me and my sister were, like... I don't know, like school holidays rolling around. We would just sit and like watch these old tapes on repeat mm. of Cheers mm. until it was like infused into our very like souls. <gasps> okay, here's the thing. If it is about the set that's going in, mm-hmm. I think the nanny does have the set. It's a great set. The kitchen. It's got the kitchen the, set. The it's kitchen, got the upstairs the, set. Of yeah, of like usually just Maggie's bedroom, but sometimes Mr. Sheffield's bedroom. Yeah, and the hot tub. Yes. And then it's got the oh. big foyer that turns into a living room. Yes. But we've also got the dining room. And the breakfast. Like, stuff. yes. Yeah. And then also Mr. Sheffield's office. Oh, my God. And okay. that is like, that's got, it's got a little balcony. Everything happened in that room. That, what a huge show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lock it in. I mean, oh, how could you not? Congratulations, okay. the nanny. The nanny named Fran. Bam! Okay, yeah, she's in. Fabulous. So it's the whole family. Do we think that Yetta and Mumsy yes. are in as well? Yetta's dead. Yes, she's passed. So her bones, yes. <laughs> and Sylvia's in her 90s. Yeah. She can come. She makes some great Instagram content at the moment. Oh, God. She's crazy. And Brighton will get him a wig. Oh, you can have the one that um, Elaine threw out the window. <laughs> But here's the thing. Have you seen Toupee Talk? Like on two TikTok? The amount of men getting units installed? <gasps> Where they like shave it down and then mm. stick it on. And they're like, you're like, wow, what an average looking man. And then they're like, at the end, you're like, I misjudged you. You were hot the whole time. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> um, I hate Brow Daddy. Brow Daddy? Yeah, who does like the um, like eyebrow shaping and tattooing and stuff. Oh, it's also angular and set forever. Oh, that freaks me out. Well, thankfully you have nice full brow. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, we'll get Brighton a TikTok unit or George Costanza's uh, toupee and then the bones of Yetta and then they can stage episodes of of the show. Yeah. Gorgeous. And now the strike is over. The writer's strike is over, but the actor's strike hasn't finished yet? Yes. Yeah. So we won't have any shows until that's settled in the apocalyptic fans. yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Fabulous. Oh, my God. It's held, I mean, we've solved a lot of issues. We were very generous tonight, and I thank you for allowing that. <laughs> it started with the gobble ghost. 
How Gabba goes. Gabba ghoul. Um, did we confirm they're in? They're in. Oh, yeah, they're in. Yeah. Actually, they can play Yetta in the nanny. <laughs> and if you say no, you're a homophobe. Okay. Thanks this has so been much. another great week. We'd like to um, just quickly shout out to all the people that have left five-star reviews on this podcast on Apple Reviews. Yes. I think that's where it really matters, but Spotify helps too. Yeah. And we are in a war, a blood feast war against all other podcasts. Oh, yes. All of them. So you must help us. Yes. If you like this show, or even if you just middle this show, pretend you love it. Yeah. Give it five stars and write a heartwarming review. I love to read the reviews. All right. Okay. Amazing. Well, Can't wait to chat to you next week, everyone. Oh, next week we have an exciting guest. Yeah, we Stay do have tuned. a guest next week. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Death to Everyone was recorded at Natural Habitat Studios by Matches. Our music and theme song was provided by Edie Central, Angus Leslie. If you'd like to send us a message, do so at deathtoeveryonepod at gmail.com. Or, if you're feeling generous, please follow us at patreon.com slash death to everyone. I've been Lazy Susan. And I'm Zelda Moon. Bye-bye.